Hello. Hello, and welcome back to the Chicken Wings Podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. You go on. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, it's all know. good. <laughs> Sorry, as we get through our technical difficulties. No, I'm just kidding, everyone. <laughs> um. So, hello, everyone. I hope you're doing well. Um. So... What can we talk about today? Well, I've been thinking about something recently that has been showing up a lot on media. And it's kind of about, you know, men. Because, you know, men need some love, you know, they need some affection, you know, they need attention too, you know, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Well, something I've been finding out is that men need compliments from women more often yes they do that is very true because i've been reading some stuff that um when a, when like a woman gets a compliment she's like oh <laughs> oh thank you you know they just take it like with a grain of salt you know mm-hmm. and when men get compliments from women it doesn't come very often and when it does they hold on to that and they'll remember it for weeks and that's pretty, it's, it's really sad because um, we expect like, because, okay, so we expect men to be like happy when they're in relationships and that's the only time they should ever get compliments when they're in relationships with women or if they're, you know, mm-hmm. and any others like setting that involves people that care about them but you know we need to normalize men getting compliments because they you know even I mean because like okay like we get our egos boosted all the time they need some ego boosting too sometimes you know they need some they need some help they need some help (laughs) they do like um I feel like sometimes we just we just don't think about that we we don't really um even if we appreciate men we don't um well the men in our lives we don't um I guess voice it right or they don't even have to be in our lives it can just be I don't know maybe a stranger you can just compliment their shirt or their smile or something but we just don't think about that Mm -hmm. and Men are always taught to not uh, show their feelings, and I, I feel like that's that must be really hard to do because they don't want to be um, judged by the other guys and stuff like that. Right, exactly. So we want to acknowledge the male audience that you know that this is a big problem, like that you all, you know. And some of you, like, you know, you want to be, you you know, you want to feel good in more than just, like, situations with people you care about. You want it, you know, we need to normalize love on all sides of the spectrum and just appreciation. So, yeah, that's definitely a big, a big step in the right direction if we can do that. Also, speaking of men... I just watched um, Howl's Moving Castle two days ago and was reminded 
because there's that big contraption they call, you know, a castle in that movie. <laughs> and um, it, it's basically, you know, it's a bunch of junk put together, but inside it's like, you know, it's still junk, but like it's magical when Howl's in it. Well, that that just reminded me of um, the way we can get rid of all the Karens in the world. Like, like get rid of, like suck the Karen from the people <laughs> like a like a that contraption yeah like a almost like a vacuum or like a magnet <laughs> exactly yeah we could <laughs> like um just like a big contraption that has like air freshener and spray and stuff like that or just like desanitizing stuff and then um we just have people controlling the thing so um and it reminds me kind of if you've watched um if you guys have watched spongebob and that episode where he's trying to clean that plate and he's trying to get that last spot off the plate (laughs) (laughs) he uses all these materials um from like laser beams and stuff to try and clean (laughs) off the plate um that's kind of what we're going with with this is kind of like a cleaning (laughs) <laughs> like a cleaning machine and just like have people running it and someone says release the spray <laughs> and like because you know we've had a lot of a lot of parents during this challenging time and we thought you know what's a way we can you know change ignorance because <laughs> normally our our go-to is that you know we can't change ignorance it's not gonna happen but what if we could by this machine, you know, like, and it's just <laughs> one, one thing just shoots out masks and stuff. And, um, <laughs> and we, and we were thinking, you know, what if, because Karen's love to go to the hair salon, you know, to keep their bobs extra short in the back to keep their fuses short so to keep their hair short too like their fuses and 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 to keep their hair sharp so they can cut things with it (laughs) yeah exactly it's just (laughs) just to cut their way through crowds so they can speak to the manager (laughs) 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 and and they can um and they um they have those you know they have those long pieces in the front to kind of shield themselves from like like oh I'm just feeling you know just so oppressed today because the manager just said you know just denied me from service because I wasn't wearing the mask correctly. Well, um, sweetie, we have this contraction right here. It has like um, it kind of um. Man, I, what can it do? It can get rid of, like, can, like, suck their, the hair off their head because it kind of looks, they all look like they're wearing wigs for some reason. <laughs> so we might as well just snatch their wigs. And and, um, <laughs> and they have, like, uh, these chunky highlights usually in their hair <laughs> so, they, so they can be easily spotted. <laughs> exactly. And... And because they rely so much on their hair for material um, pleasure, you know, if they lose all their hair, now they have to treat everyone nicely because they figure, 
you know, that's the way it can break the spell. No, just <laughs> this is the way it can break the spell. Um, but no, they treat everyone nice after that. And then they, they suddenly are just like nature loving people now. They just hug trees wherever they go. Yeah, they, they would be. <laughs> all, all the weight of that haircut just came off, and now they just feel nice and light. They don't have to carry all that, all those highlights around. Yeah, exactly. Now they're trying to. Now they're trying to. Um, they're trying to. What's the word? Um, now they're trying to expose the terrorism <laughs> instead of being the terrorism. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> like it's just. You know, that's the way it goes. That's how that's how we can get rid of the you know, the carrots. Because um and also I noticed all of them are driving so fast on the highway, like fifteen, twenty miles faster on the highway. Stop. <laughs> Stop lane changing too. What are you doing? And they're usually so much. They're usually the ones who um they wear with their open toe shoes they wear like bling on their toes or something oh my yes and and they wear kind of they kind of look like uncle shoes or jesus sandals but like (laughs) they wear like (laughs) they wear like um they kind of look like slides but they're not and they have the buckle in the back too but um yeah that's and and not only that, they wear, they tend to wear a lot of wind colors too, like green. They always wear the weirdest colors, like, like really like dark green, like not even navy green. Like it's just like pure, just like yeah. And and this weird brown. They all have style apparently, and I just I don't know. I don't know. These, they're everywhere. They're just everywhere. What they, is they know. Oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. I, I'm. <laughs> I'm so... Oh, what if? What if? Um. Okay, so at the hospital, when all the babies are born, uh, it's like whenever a woman says that they're gonna, or whenever the parents say they're gonna name their baby Karen. The doctors, the doctors, they're like, oh, we forgot to wash uh, your baby, your baby's hair or something like that. But then they like take the baby to like some other room. And we're like, uh, this is, <laughs> this is a Karen. Um, we need to put the Karen, Karen detector in the and them or something that's why they inject the foot of a baby or something or they yeah they, they take just the blood from the baby they just put a chip inside the baby and secretly they're like a, a figment of the government they're like oh this is just another bird we can just put another chip in this little baby dough and they're just controlled and then, they're, and then they come they come back and the mother the parents change their mind they're like oh we're going with the name uh i don't know 
Emma instead. And then the actors <laughs> just look at each other like... Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Emma. <laughs> you know... <laughs> This real, my gosh, that reminds me because it reminds me of like, okay, so I just found out that the real name of um, um, Lucy Hill, that lady, you know, um, Aria from Pretty Little Liars, her first name is Karen. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, her first name is Karen. And I was like, oh my God. And her hair is short now. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> she she was like I gotta grow into my colors <laughs> I gotta grow into my colors but you know I was like that's why she was fighting so hard to stay with Ezra and Pretty Little Liars <laughs> I was like oh my gosh that's that makes so much sense now you know because now Lucy Hale is a Karen <laughs> what would what would the, the male version of a Karen be like, would it be a Kevin? Um, Chad. Oh, yeah, Chad, Chad yeah. <laughs> Possibly Chad. Um, Brad. Um, uh, Chad, Brad. I'd say Chad, though, because those sound like the surfing, at, surfing with the boys at eight kind of boys. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like surfing with the boys at eight. Sounds <laughs> like... <laughs> Sounds like the um, Nickelback singer, actually. Sir, the boys at eight. <laughs> yeah, and they, oh, and gosh, they, yeah. they ju- just gel up their hair a lot, and so the the water doesn't mess with their hair. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, they gel their hair too. <laughs> they tease their hair up and they gel it so high, <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> they're just like you know. If, if you guys know, okay, so that one animal's hair in Surf's Up or whatever with Shia LaBeouf, um, uh-huh. that one speaker, um, gosh, if I, <laughs> oh, Lord, um, he would always be the spokesperson for, I guess, like, the surfing competition, and he, his hair, his hair was all spiked together up on his head it was literally like a horn on his head and a bird at the end of the movie took his hair off his head and I was like yep that's a Karen with the wig statue." <laughs> it was beautiful I was like oh this movie I was like oh okay imagine you know? oh sorry no go ahead I'm good imagine um after after this year, they just come out with like a chia pet of Karen, and how how'd they make the 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 plant just lay down in the the Karen form? Like, would they have to uh, make the genetically modify the seeds, to, the chia seeds, to to lay down in the Karen formation? Yeah. It, it would take so long to grow because, you know, because their facial expressions, you have to capture, capture the anger on their faces. They see what they probably did, would do would get like um, the stereotype Karen and mold her head. And then that's how they built the Chia pet. <laughs> and, 
and then everyone you know comes up to this Karen Chia Pet competition and they just lay out their Chia Pets in a row <laughs> and they all look terrible because some of them don't have the right anger expressions on their faces forever to get them to grow and some of them their hair looks all trash <laughs> Some of them are bald at the top. <laughs> they look like Benjamin Franklin or something, you know. <laughs> that that's probably what Karen's are gonna look like in what um forty years, twenty years. Well, the oh, yeah. the older Karens, because <laughs> they use too much uh too many chemicals in their hair. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's just, they, they do so much to it, you know, it's, at some point they're going to be, like, bald, like, completely bald at that point. And, you know, it's like, um, <clears throat> it's like, because they dye their hair all the time, they bleach the crap out of it, you know, they're going to, they're going to be bald. <laughs> <laughs> and they are always the one with they're the ones with the driest hair like why is it their hair is always dry you have all this time to oppress but you don't have enough time to dress your hair correctly like <laughs> I don't get it what's up <laughs> you know it's just <laughs> maybe the uh, they act like that because all the chemicals that they use in their hair went to their brain and that's why they act all aggressive oh so they pulled a harley quinn (laughs) (laughs) they pulled a harley quinn you know maybe that was their inspiration as kids they were like hey because they they were just like you know hey we kind of like harley because she because she always was she was you know she was always getting what she wanted so we can get what we want too, you know, in real life. And they were just like, but yeah, I wouldn't look that crazy. I would just act the crazy. And that's how that starts. <laughs> <laughs> and and their hair is always so voluminous. Like, what are they hiding under there? Like uh... secrets. <laughs> <laughs> they're hiding. <laughs> they're hiding all that trauma. It's all the. It's all the. Um, it's all the managers they've hidden it's, under their hair. It's all the oppression. It's all that oppression, yep. You know, we love we love hair that speaks volumes. Um, <laughs> it speaks volumes. Because, <laughs> you know, um, apparently centuries wasn't enough. You had to add, you know, you had to add another year. And so, you know, that happened. They were like, their genetics were like, you know, what if when, okay, what if when the first Karen started out, she had like really thin hair, and then over time, it increasingly got thicker and thicker <laughs> and thicker throughout time, so she was practically bald um, when she was like, uh, like, I don't know, before, like, I don't know what it like BC or something yeah something like that BC you know she was she's like extra bald at that point and then throughout the years her hair just got thicker and thicker and thicker 
Mia Prussia just grew <laughs> on her. It just kind of grew on the generations of Karens. Oh, yeah, the, goodness. The first Karen's hair was so thin, uh, they excluded the letter C from the word thick. Oh, my God. They were like, <laughs> Karen's hair is the first Karen's hair was so so thin that when she went to get it cut <laughs> when she went to get it cut they were like um so um we can only cut the most we can cut is a centimeter is that okay <laughs> is that okay say no more <laughs> and you know what I just got this notification from a Korean celebrity Jay Park um, called Ask Jay Park he does these segments I should ask him if he's ever met any Karens to try and that have tried to ruin his career because he is um, he doesn't put up with crap he's like 5'7 and he's like <laughs> he's like <laughs> but <laughs> he's like up there you know he's He's like, Karen? Hmm. Yeah. I know them, but I don't know a Prussian. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> that's, <laughs> um, but yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that big contraption would definitely help too, because you know, we could just have a bunch of nozzle spraying hand sanitizer from one side. Another could be disinfectant stuff in the other. And the one in the middle is like the mask. So it hits their face and just immediately straps on their ear, behind their ears. And right when they um, walk into, uh, well, for an extra measure, whenever they walk into a store, an alarm goes off and ends up. Uh, like a fishbowl comes down and goes around their their head so just in case the mask doesn't work <laughs> that's beautiful that's beautiful i love that honestly it when stores start smelling oppression on karens that walk in you just know we have exceeded <laughs> expectation <laughs> we have exceeded expectation um but yeah, so another thing too. So I am working on something right now. You know about this, but the audience is now just figuring it out. I'm working on a paper and it's basically about the absence of presence, basically. So the absence of presence, you said? Yes. So it's it's based on um, the movie Chinatown. I've been talking a lot about the characters and stuff like that in the movie and the director of Chinatown. But um, so something I've been looking at a lot when writing, because I've been doing some more writing lately, um, mm -hmm. is the level of consciousness people really have. So I think that, so something that I've, that I like to, um, I look at consciousness a lot, but um, this time I kind of looked at, like, what does it mean to like step back and assess the situation? 
you know, where there's a lot of wrongdoing in the world and how are you contributing to it? And then plus like, what are you trying to, um, what's changing? Like, what are you trying to change? Like that type of thing. But something about that, that I thought in the moment too, when I was thinking about like, um, because the movie's about like a private detective trying to find out um, who killed, you know, the person in this movie. Um, basically, the husband of this wife, um, Evelyn Mulray, mm-hmm. and the husband is Hollis Mulray. And um, so I thought, wait, these aren't really clues, are they? like that Jake is like the private investigator Jake is finding, but they're more like lens, aren't they? Because because they kind of offer like insight so into what was really going on. So maybe, so I guess the what I'm trying to get at is some things hold less physical value than they do have um, like spiritual value or like... Um, just moral value actually because they let you know what's going on um you mean like uh like symbols definitely yeah definitely symbols and um just kind of like how you can solve things too like how can you um how can you help people get people past something um helping yourself with other people that type of thing that's something that karen's still have to understand um but yeah it's a big thing right now i've been really focused with it it's it's gonna be really good um i i definitely want to provide a lot of good results from this um But I think it'll be like really beneficial for people um, that have thought some of the things that are wrong with the world, but didn't know how to like to form change, it, change them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I I just want something I've said to um, before this project is I wanted I want people to you know, have some answers or, like, just a vague idea of, like, what answers they might have, because everyone's individually different, um, because the world is, um, the world could be better right now, um, not because of, like, the impending thing that's holding everyone down, but I think the bigger thing that's holding people down, and this has been said before, but, like, is, um, a lot of ignorance. It's a big thing. Um, you know, the world, mm-hmm. the world can be more open-minded and um, <clears throat> and to like change and stuff if we kind of just allow it instead of like putting ego first. Because, like, um, you know, everyone's very prideful at times. You know, everyone. You know it happens. That's how it. That's how it is. But sometimes you just gotta put it away for it. just a second, just a smidge of a of the pride aside. 
you know um yeah a lot of people are selfish and they don't really see the value in other people sometimes i guess and they just want to build themselves up right yeah we, we get that, it, you know, we do get that. It's important to take care of, <clears throat> it's important to take care of yourself, but it's also important to take care of other people too. And you have to find a balance between that. And that can be really hard. Um, but you find a way. Sometimes it's like, some people are like one or of the two extremes. Some are like, yeah, like I, care for everyone but not myself as much or I care for myself too much and not enough for everyone else you know we can make it to where um we have to make it to where you know everyone matters not just like one person or a few people everyone matters um right you know because mm-hmm. if people I think that if we all started thinking that way a little bit better I think that I think that we would be a lot nicer to each other honestly a lot more people would be nicer and and there wouldn't be as much crime but then also um I guess some some way the ways of the system that the system works would also have to change because there are a lot of people who feel like they have to, uh, I guess, do things that aren't unorthodox things to get what they need because they can't, they don't think that they can get it any other way. Yeah, there's a problem with people too, like you said, bouncing off that people um, sometimes refuse to be content with what they have. And Mm -hmm. And they always want more. But when you want something more, it's always going to be undesirable for people because um, this is something I learned from um, a while ago, too, that you have to be, um, you have to realize that um, something you want more and more of, it'll never be enough for you. Um if you just constantly covet it so much. So yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the thing too. Um it's, yeah. it's kind of like the um the current dating culture. A bunch of people have with all the technology they have more access to to a bunch of people. So even yeah. if they find someone really amazing they they might think to themselves that they're gonna search for someone better so they're overlooking someone really great just to find someone that just a chance that yeah definitely that's part of like especially um with this constant instagram and twitter culture because you know, you see people, but those are just, um, those are just filters. So a lot of people just use filters and there's a way that, you know, you, you, it's amazing. Some people think that that's how everyone 
looks and lives because that's not the way it works. People mm-hmm. do have, you know, people do have bad days and stuff, you know, and, um, you know, people, um, I think people also rely on that stuff too for that, obviously for that's, um, kind of that affection somewhere else too, like from strangers. Um, like it, like an egoist. Yeah. And it's like, you don't have to do that. I think the hardest thing is people trying to search for it themselves. So they decide not to do it that way. And they do it the easiest way. They take the easiest route out of it. Um, that's not necessarily how you have to go about that either. Like, um, I think there's been a lot more genuineness out of just kind of finding out things for yourself than actually letting other people decide for you how you're going to feel and stuff like that. Give yourself the autonomy to feel great about life, not other people, I guess. That's a big part of that. Yeah, that was strong. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, You've got to you've got to um, build yourself up before, so so you don't so you don't look for valid validation from others, right? Yeah. And I think, um, Ryder Dark Lordy, when he posts like, um, Wattpad, um, stories. Like, I don't think he necessarily looks for validation, because I'll be honest, like we've said before, his syntax really um, it's not the greatest um, in English, but in French it's probably really good, but he doesn't do it for the satisfaction of other people, I don't think. He just do it because he likes to make art. Because literally, um, it's like literally beauty of the beast, like Oh my goodness, beauty <laughs> of the beast. Like, you know, that's cool. Um, I do so with all her, you know, snake hair. Uh-huh. And that thing. But also, like, he'll do stories off of um, Disney stuff like that. And, um, oh gosh, I will never forget. So there was this one he made about um, this so-called, like, scene girl. Um, and she was pretty much, you know, like, oh, I'm an emotional, uh, emotionless, you know, my room is black and (laughs) I own black clothing. Like I'm super like, (laughs) and she listens to all these like hardcore, you know, heavy metal stuff and sometimes like, you know, alternative. And I was like, oh my goodness. I was like, this is... (laughs) I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm not following this very well, but you know, because I'm, you know, I love, like, I, like, I love the color black and I like um, black clothing and I do like rock bands, but I also like making the person devoid of emotions. I don't know about that, but um, I was like, you know, this kind of works, it kind of doesn't, but we'll go with it. <laughs> I, um, 
I think that it it's okay. It's okay. It happens. Um so yeah, they're um so something that I've been thinking about too, um is how I hate to get too political here. But um I've been doing a lot of comparing between the Nixon presidency and this one, like currently. Mm-hmm. And how like similar they are in terms of like what they're doing. Um it's really scary similar. Um but because I was um because we all know about the well not all of us but you know what I'll tell the audience this um at the Woodstock Festival oh yeah we the, the 51st anniversary is gonna be uh next month that's sorry awesome. I, had, I had to say that. that no that's awesome <laughs> you know it's cool because I I looked that up too and that they started the festival um they started in September somewhere in there and um you know, because, you know, I I looked at how people were reacting because it was like 1969 when they started it, too. Like you said, it's, it's been 51 years. And, um, in like 1969 at that point with that three, three day, two, three day show, um, People were so angry at the ticket booths. Like everyone was, you know, there were so many people there. There was like over four hundred thousand people in the venue alone. Um, yeah, and didn't a bunch of people just um, eventually just enter without getting a ticket because they they just didn't expect to get that yeah. big of an audience? Yeah, like and. And because of that, like, the army came in and brought extra supplies because they didn't, like, have enough water and stuff to support all those people, you know, and and enough, you know, just necessities. And, like, like, like people died there. Like, it was from, from stuff, and it was, like, crazy, you know. It was, but you know what? It was crazy for a reason, I, I thought, because, you know, starting to people were getting really angry like they were mad <laughs> they wanted someone to hear them and the Woodstock festival was the one place they were going to go to and um because they knew there would be artists there that were going to um kind of talk about the situations and how to make everything better um and yeah oh, and there were um i think these areas where people I think did did LSD or like some some uh, hallucinogenic drugs and stuff. Yeah, they did. And they had people, I guess, guiding them uh, through that. Maybe that was to uh, escape their reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it was getting so bad that point because there was no rep I think it, and there was kind of like the loss of representation a lot of people weren't feeling 
a lot of young people weren't feeling represented. Um, so they were like, you know, just to leap with it, you know, to heck with it, we're going to represent ourselves. And that's kind of how that happened, but they were going to rebel against it. And they were going to also kind of just like, you know, rules weren't really even like a thing. They were like, you know, this, this isn't even, what's the point in, in the rules? We're just gonna, you know, we're going to speak out, but we're going to do it with a purpose. Um, mm -hmm. And that's kind of, yeah, that's, that was important. I like, Clearly, that was a really important thing. Um, and I remember, too, like, um, looking at this, too, there was a 65-year-old man there. And um, there was, um, there's going to be a documentary made by um, a very, very young director um, I forgot his name, but he was going to make a documentary about the, about Woodstock and the changes it would make, like the milestones it would produce. And, um, and yeah, he was, he was 26. He was going to turn 27. He was young and he had his film crew with him. He had Martin Scorsese with him too. Um, and they talked to this man. They were like, yeah. Like, this man is amongst all these young people. Like, what would make him want to come here? You know? Because he's not part of this generation of young people. You know, the hippies and the college mm -hmm. kids and everyone. And um, and teenagers. And, and he was like, you know, um, he told the director... Okay, um, so I have two sons. One is from Vietnam and one is from the United States here. And I love them both the same. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that wasn't, was, yeah. Wasn't he, um, wasn't the old, old man uh, the owner of the farm that Woodstock was on? that Woodstock Ooh. was held. Ooh, it could be, yeah. That would be interesting. If I'm gonna have to look that up, because that's interesting. Because, wow, that would make sense. That you would want to talk to the owner of the farm that would support. Wow, and that Netflix has a has a nice. I think it's, it was Netflix. They have a nice documentary on there about uh, Woodstock. Oof, I'm gonna have to go on there and look at it. That's so cool. I um, I know that, yeah, there's, it was just, um, it was a good event. Apparently hippies brought in granola bars. <laughs> like they brought in granola bars. They were like, yeah, just the scent of like cigarette smoke and drugs was pretty uh was pretty um intense so they were like we're gonna drown it out with granola bars so that you know they're not too suspicious yeah <laughs> suspicious that was a big 
that's a big thing too. Like, like, yeah, we just, we, we do want to, you know, Hey, we want to break the law, but we also, <laughs> we don't want to get in too much trouble. So, um, you know, we want to express, <laughs> we want to express, um, our opinions but we don't want to go to jail like I don't want to go back to jail you know that type <laughs> of thing because um yeah because everyone is like constantly like bashing these people for just speaking their mind and all that so yeah it was like pretty much after the civil rights movement everyone was definitely like if we can make this milestone we can go farther than this and um we can definitely attempt and try and yeah that's when college students got involved and and they were like yep we just um because they were learning they were reading and all that they were doing they were doing as the good people would call as the good um as god's good people would call it the god god's work or something you know i don't know mm -hmm. doing god's work or whatever but it's them doing their work too though like it's them doing the work that the work that they're mm. passionate about yeah i wish i wish there was more passion like that today i mean mm -hmm. you don't really see you don't really see that i guess do, do you feel like the like uh the technology that we have now kind of takes away from that passion i guess yeah it takes away yeah it definitely takes away from that i think that people think they don't have to they don't have to see each other now because, oh, they have their cell phones now and, or they don't have see, I think they're really missing togetherness too. They're forgetting how alike everyone is. They're forgetting that because we put we put class, money, and social structure above everything else. So now it's like, oh well we're all, we're all really different in that, but it's like, you know, we don't all do the same things as what they think. And we do. They forget that we do all the same things. We dress in the morning. We do all that. Like, yeah, like every, everyone, everyone goes to the bathroom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how it happens. You know, you know, just, just me, you know, dropping another load of, um, my, dropping another load of um <laughs> <laughs> dropping another load of facts on the people <laughs> um <laughs> but but yeah that's how it that's how it works right you know i think that um we get farther away from the basic things we focus too much on the big things and I think that, um, I think, you know, it's a problem. Like, we don't focus on the little things because they're not as obvious to us. Um, we don't really, our attention span isn't that long, um, unfortunately not. But 
you know, we can try. You know, there's there's always the possibility of trying. Um, because it's just like little things matter. We're kind of living in a society where we where they think more is more instead of less is more. Um, yeah, like, with everything. Uh, like you said about men not really getting complimented, and then they um, think about that when they do get complimented, they think about it for a really long time. But yeah. then, but like I guess maybe as women we don't since we're bound to get complimented more we we might not value it as much as men do Mm, yeah i mean i think that women have the biggest problem with like self-image um self-image is a really big thing i think that i think they take it as a grain of salt because they don't really believe some some women just don't believe it themselves so they're just so used to it it's more like you know okay but but then it's like you know um the world kind of tells them how to look the world tells them how to you know kind of tells them what's what's really popular and what's not but i think that we're starting to progress really well with um accepting things with women um but it you know it could be better at times you know i think now it's like the behavior between each other that the that's the problem now between men women women men vice versa i guess Mm -hmm. because women are so used to um to men just being like oh the oh they could be this or that because they've had personal experiences and sometimes small big it doesn't matter like it's still an experience and they're kind of just like um they get kind of cold to it or they kind of just develop a barrier to without because they don't want to get themselves into that situation but it's also not their fault i think that we treat i think that a lot of people when they have sons or something they treat them from youth like um that they should be a specific a specific way they shouldn't be this or that you know dress a certain way and act this way because that's what masculinity is but Mm -hmm. um but at the same time if a man if a man has an expression something he likes to do that isn't manly enough you know it's kind of a problem that's what toxic masculinity is and that's a problem i think men feel i think a lot of times they feel victimized against that a little bit and and sometimes men act out to act out. Um, but sometimes you have to wonder, are they just um because people have different experiences. Um, but it's like um how they treat people is the way they were kind of 
treated when they were young um or taught when they were young and there's always that you can break that cycle you know you can break that cycle and uh but we have to uh we can't always say men are bad all the time i think we have to realize that men are bad but they can learn men can do bad things but they can learn from their mistakes too just like women can um if they make a mistake in their life or something but yeah that's yeah everyone learns from their mistakes at some point some don't some don't but it can be possible yeah everyone everyone can learn well yeah like you said well hopefully most people can learn but yeah yeah i feel like men probably get a bad rap for that yeah yeah especially like especially minorities get a really bad um they get a really bad um stereotypical reputation from people because of that because oh they could be this because the majority of them are like that they could you know they can do this because the majority of them did that it's a big it's this huge cycle and it's like it's not all people are like that either um they're their own person i think i think lives are just so short they forget you know because it's so much work to just look into an individual person in their life Mm -hmm. so it's kind of yeah can be kind of hard for some people to understand that perspective the opposite one but it but it should always be there too if um almost given reason to believe not but yeah yeah but yeah i i don't know this is this is really important stuff guys (laughs) Um, we we've got to get a man on here and to tell us I mean, how how it, I guess, feels. Yes. To, yeah. To be in their shoes and stuff, I guess. Right. And um. And a lot of times, you know, they say they. You know. A lot of times, like, and say, you know, it's so hard to understand women because they never tell us what, and that's really true. Like. Because a lot of times we are the most ambiguous people with stuff, and um, but um, and they're so and they can be very straightforward if, with everything. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's interesting how minds work sometimes, um, especially with that. Um, oh yeah. Okay, so this is um, this is off topic, but it's um, <laughs> but so <laughs> BTS. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so um, Mattel, the band, uh, the brand Mattel, they they designed these dolls a while ago, 
um, of the BTS members when they started kind of becoming popular in America. So kind of BTS mm-hmm. like collaborated with them. Well, so they made individual like, you know, figurines of the members, okay? Mm-hmm. None of them looked like the actual I was like, I, I know you can't really replicate. You, I know you can't really replicate handsome, but you know, come on. It's <laughs> like, I was like, I know it's hard to replicate, you know, pretty much gods, but you know, it's okay. Um, so it was, it was like, uh, looking at a picture and just drawing a stick figure. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like that. It was like. You know, their eyes were, like, really far. I was like, I've seen American dolls look better than these. <laughs> it was like, it was like the American girls, like, the American girls company does a better d- job designing the girls than than Mattel's doing to draw the boys. <laughs> I was like, I was like, they were like, <laughs> BTS is like, you know, draw us like you're, like one of your Korean boys, you know, and and Mattel was like, we kind of got you. <laughs> it was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, everyone, but you know, it's just that's how it went, you know. It's just got call it out sometimes, you know, but it's it's crazy, you know. And another thing too, um, they um. I've been listening to one of their old albums a lot lately. I've had the urge to do it. So I have listened to their one of their old albums, Dark Wild, um, Dark and Wild. And it was an album from t- 2014. And it was kind of during their hip hop era when it was really strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, this is really hype like it was a, it's a really good there's a lot of slow songs in there too um they kind of pinpoint them in really good places i thought one of their best albums to me one of their best there's there's been this talk lately that armies are thinking that bts isn't gonna make korean music anymore and that's not even that they're literally just making a, an english single they're not making a whole english album like you guys take like armies will take it like they'll they'll see one thing they'll be given one thing and then they'll run with it (laughs) no no correction they will go a marathon with it they will take it to um the next dimension with it um but yeah i'm interested about that um because um, it's coming on August twenty first too, and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a bop probably. I don't know. I didn't really like "Wasted on Me" with Steve Aoki, <laughs> and um, and um, and um, their other English single too. But you know what? Times can change, I guess. But. You know, the iHeartRadio festival's coming up. Many artists are going to perform, including BTS, again. (laughs) Um, And apparently there's going to be, like, I saw something about, like, video meet and greet. (laughs) 
with like artists and I thought sign me up <laughs> because I would love to have just a really um a really casual conversation with them you know because apparently like they're just really really sweet wherever they whoever they talk to um in the public eye they're just really um soft um down-to-earth people so I definitely would like that I kind of it's it's weird because I see them a lot of people there's some a lot of people that feel this way but they see them as people more than celebrities but you know people Mm -hmm. people always tell them like I see this like I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna be honest because on on the platform Reapers where you know be just compulsive whatever you know they're whatever they're doing you know um armies will be on there and they'll be like hey so you know um we miss you you know when's the new when's the new you know music coming or all that and just like like um stream this and all that you know stream this that do all that you know and um just like they and they the most recent one I saw was that someone said, Tae Young, why are you up so late? Honey, he's an adult. He can do what he wants. They can do what they want. They can stay up until four in the morning. They can do what they want. They're BTS. And plus they're people. So and adults. You can't he's not a kid. <laughs> this man's like 26 years old. Let him be. Um Actually, no, he's not that old. It's not June's older. He's like 24. But, um, like, they're all adults. Let them do what they want to do. They're human beings. Let them live. Um, that's, that's a huge thing, too. Like, no matter who the celebrity is, just, you can't, you know, just kind of remember that they're humans too and they make mistakes or whatever like if they aren't up to par with what you want them to be or do I guess like just remember like they make mistakes too like it happens um yeah they're not not, um barbie dolls right yeah they're not made of stone. They're not like, they're not like freaking <laughs> Edward. Like, you're not like the freaking Collins, okay? <laughs> How many members are in the Colin clan? I forgot, but, but, um, seven. <laughs> you know, there's seven members in BTS. <laughs> no, I'm just, but they're not stone they're not gonna be perfect all the time there's gonna be chinks in their armor and you just have to roll with it sometimes unless unless they hurt people like really bad then that's a different story but if they make personal mistakes on their part that you know like just let them let them live like k-pop stands are also the worst with this you know it's bad yeah, like, uh, like, I think people have to remember that celebrities poop too. Yes, <laughs> yes. Sometimes they let out a, sometimes they <laughs> let out a load of 
facts. <laughs> you know, just they let out, you know, sometimes they have to let out a load too. Just like a load of like realness, maybe even, you know, just that's how they are, you know, too, you know, you don't. And a lot of times they, they aren't going to show you like every aspect of your, of their lives. So don't ask them to do that. That's, that's my other thing too. They feel like they, and this is true with like the Sasangs. These are like the ones who claim they're fans, but they're not. You don't have, like, it's like, you don't have the say of what they say to their fans or not. They have their own lives and uh, they don't have to say anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's more pressure on them to appear perfect in the public eye. Um, and, um, yeah. And, like, don't ask when are you going to release that song, because they, the songwriting and all that, that takes a lot of time for for people if they really want to make something good for your own grateful belief. You know what I mean? That's how yeah. they are. Like that's that's what I mean because they just ooh harmonies. <laughs> Those are that's the fandom for you know BTS um, the poor armies. Um, and actually, um, yeah, but guys, if I had to say if I had to say like one song I like from. The Dark and Wild album that I've been listening to would probably be uh, kind of like Cypher Part 3. <laughs> that's that's pretty common, though. The Cyphers are pretty good. Um, I, I wish I had I wish I had something to contribute uh, to this, but I don't I, I don't listen to K-pop, so I it's all good. I can't contribute I can't contribute, but this is interesting. It's all good. The fandom is <laughs> the <laughs> fandom is it's crazy. Um, but on the other hand, there's a lot of supportive people too in the fandom. Um, they are they are pretty supportive of um, BTS and each other for the most part because um, that's just how it is. Um, some of them just, you know, it's just crazy, like, um, sometimes I'm always like, you know, if you really love your idols, you would give them personal space and privacy to do what they want. Like, it's not that deep, like, just let them be, let them be, but, like, like, there's seven of them, and you're just like, oh, I'm gonna pick on this one today. Like, oh, no, please don't. <laughs> like, um, and they need more, they need, they need more security. <laughs> they need more security for them. Um, they need um, more protection, for sure, from the crazy fans, because, like, honestly, one of the members, he's he's considered mom in the group, kind of. He's like, he takes care of them. He's a big cooker. He likes to do all that good stuff. Um, he was mobbed after shooting um, kind of like a um, just doing some film stuff or whatever he was doing. 
because he wants to he's always said he wanted to be you know an actor and stuff like that i think he's doing something on the set of a of a film or a series but literally the fans mobbed him there they were they were crazy they were all just swarms he was mad too <laughs> he was so mad and he didn't even say bye to them he was like forget this this is this is ridiculous you know this- what what if um as security guards they, they hire a bunch of karens <laughs> i love that <laughs> a bunch of karens they'll be all they'll all go away <laughs> a way to scare the bts fandom karens <laughs> karens just get a bunch of karens because the moment they scream that they want <laughs> the manager they're like yeah it's like big hits like you know maybe the solution isn't to um isn't to you know um chew out the crazy maybe we should just (laughs) acknowledge the crazy and just you know put them against crazy and maybe they'll go away yeah maybe they need maybe they need an outlet uh to and they can use their uh, their attitude for a good thing. Yeah, maybe the youngest member Jungkook can teach them Taekwondo. <laughs> Karen's <laughs> learning Taekwondo, and suddenly they're just doing martial arts on people. It's like, oh my god, big hit security does take does martial arts now, <laughs> and and they um, you know. They have their own badges, like you know how police have badges and stuff. They care the parents have their own badges and it's like they they go to like some uh store and they just whip out their badge and like like maybe something costs too much and they don't like it. So they just whip out their badge and they're like and the people there are like Okay, we'll just give you a discount or something. <laughs> we'll d- we'll give you a discount because you're big hit security. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> They're like, oh, you you protect the biggest boy band in the world. Oh, we can't touch you today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you oh you protect the band that's made like like more um, album units than the Beatles. Okay. We can do that. Let's make it happen. Let's make a discount today for Karen's. (laughs) And they hire, like, and the thing is, they round up. They have this competition where they bring out, they ask all the Karen's to come to Korea, and they find out which ones are the most obnoxious, and they pick them (laughs) out. (laughs) They pick out the ones that they think are the most obnoxious. They put them in, um, they kind of like... Yeah, a little scenario, right? With the, uh, with like just situations where they would have to use their um, anger, <laughs> and, and they just rate the anger. They put them. In, they put them into a salon, and Karen Karen asks them for like, her Karen haircut, 
And, and, the, and the hairdresser's like, sorry, we don't do that here. <laughs> sorry, we don't. Hey, I just want the, I want the, um, <laughs> I want to, um, I want the Namjoon mullet. I want to look like their leader. You know, Namjoon from the leader from BTS. And they have to explain. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> the mullet. You know, can I get it like that? Say no more. <laughs> and they get like, <laughs> and suddenly their hair is super long in the back now and, and really short. In the front. <laughs> they're getting a whole dresser change. <laughs> The the reverse carry the reverse carry. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, the reverse carry. I love it. Oh no, that's the way. This is the way. K-pop's taken over the world, and so are the Karens. Combine the two, and you've got literally. <laughs> you have mass. You've got a mass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness you know it's funny too because bts have um they've been sponsors for companies too like um Scylla, um puma now baskin robbins <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um chilsung uh, cider from uh korea too and um so literally the Karens could walk into Baskin Robbins and instead of the badge that they normally wear, they could wear the keychain because uh, BTS have these, they were holding up these purple keychains with the number seven on mm-hmm. the button. And that could be their badge for the day. And they're like, hey, um, by the way, <laughs> look at this. See, I'm a representative, big hit. You got to give me what I deserve, you know? And they're like, oh. So, um, hmm. So, okay. <laughs> and they just just, <laughs> just like, oh, well. And then the Karen star ordering the whole menu. <laughs> they're just like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Security guards, but they're Karens. I love that. <laughs> oh, dear. That would be a that would be a phenomenon, honestly. The kids should just start doing that because literally the literally the crazy fans are, you know, the crazy toxic ones are going away. So you might as well have the carrots to deal with them instead. And also have them um, go door to door and sell sell merchandise. Yes. Um, but but they get like like no one wants to mess with them, so they just buy buy the merchandise. Right, they're just like they just like say they just like um. In this deep voice, sounds like it's coming from a heavy metal song. Street persona, <laughs> <laughs> you know, street rap of the Soul Seven, and they're just handing out. They're just throwing sweatshirts. They're slingshotting sweatshirts and. Um, <laughs> And like plushies at them. <laughs> you just see a bunch of plushies being thrown at them. Because uh, they each have their own um, plushie character, too. <laughs> I have one. I actually have one. Um, it's Namjoon. It's Kalea. 
Um, he's a koala bear. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. His eyes are all closed and everything. He's a sleeper. Um, yeah, he's cute. Um, yeah, Nanchin's my bias. <laughs> the leader's my bias. <laughs> but, but yeah, he, um, he's hilarious. They do, um, they do a lot of fun stuff. I've literally been talking about BTS the last 20 minutes. <laughs> it's okay. I, I don't think we'd ever have thought of um, Karen's ups, ups as security guards if we didn't go that route. Man, we should have had those kind of security guards for the Beatles. <laughs> when they were big, when they were really big in the, in the day, we should have... Um, but we weren't that far yet, so I mean, we were just discovering crazy and dealing with it. So we were like, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're like, okay. Um, they're just doing so well for themselves. Like, and Karen's would help them do better. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they t- That's just the that was the, that would be a choice to be made and it would be good. It would be healthy. Get crazy against crazy you're going to equal It'll be like no drama from then on because Karen's were the center of it now because they get okay. Um and- Instead of a canine unit, a, a Karen unit. A Karen unit. unit. It's, like, it's like the KBI instead of the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> KBI, open up! <laughs> and they're just like, yeah. It's, it would be insane. But you know what? The good thing is, is we get a bunch of Karens more culturally inclusive, at least. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess take them somewhere and just, you know, try and, you know, and they get to, and the funny thing is they get to, they could travel the world with BTS too as they're, after this thing is over with Corona. Um, they could travel the world with BTS and then acknowledge more and they have to because they're security guards. Do you think, do you think there are, uh, Karen's in other countries or do you think do you think it's more of a United States thing? Personally I think that it could be a more United States thing just because our culture is a little bit more lax on behavior in other countries the behavior that a lot of Karen's exhibit wouldn't be tolerated because because laws in other countries might be more strict on that. So personally, I think the U.S. has more Karens than anywhere else in the world. True. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. Maybe they're um, like you know how they they found UFOs and stuff. Uh, well, the, the, uh, what if <laughs> the Karens have been the aliens all along and 
Oh, they've lived amongst us, and that's that's why they are who they are. They're they've uh, adapted. No. That makes sense, honestly, because a lot of people consider foreigners to be, unfortunately, they, unfortunately in this day and age, some people still call foreigners aliens. Um, <clears throat> oh, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't mean it in, in that way, but. Right, but, right. Yeah. But like, they're like, I'm sorry, I took it the wrong way. Um, you're fine, you're fine. <laughs> But, like, because Kieran's, you know, you know, aliens apparently, in our case, aren't in the U.S., but that's not what the government said when they planted the chips in the Karens at birth. Every time, every time a couple would name their daughter Karen, that's when the chip would be placed so they could track. They were like, okay, <laughs> this is an agenda. This is like an agenda right now. This was this was their plan all along. They wanted to see how the world would become. <laughs> the Karen agenda. <laughs> that sounds like a that sounds like a like a horror movie or something the Karen Karen agenda you know what I'm gonna have to pitch that to marketing for um to um I'm gonna have to pitch that to a marketer for um a movie who should the who should the um who should the cast be (laughs) I don't want what we should put Kristen. We should put Kristen Stewart into it. She has short blonde hair now. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh god. Uh, we could put. Um, goodness gracious, who else do we want? Um, lots of short blonde hair and is obnoxious. <laughs> um. Let's see, let's see. Oh, Taylor Swift. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. She can't act, but you know she can act crazy. <laughs> when she wants to, like she's got <laughs> she's got that and she's got that in the bag. Um uh, who else? I was thinking of someone, but I was like, eh. um What's is there? Um, hmm. Everyone's dyeing their hair dark these days. Uh, <laughs> don't know what their hair colors are anymore. Um, um, well, we could make like uh, Karen wigs for them. That's true. That is so true. We could put, um, oh yeah, we could do that. And, um, Karen's, Karen's, Karen's. Um, we could put Lucy Hill in it just to see <laughs> she could be herself in the movie. Like, hey, we can represent your character. But she's oh, not, yeah. Oh, what were you going to say? 
she's not really like obnoxious or anything though like she would just like hey this is my real name but yeah how about the whole kardashian family oh my yes (laughs) yes can you imagine because chris already kind of has the hairstyle for it yeah she's had that for years too do you think (laughs) what do you think of kanye in the (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh my god you know what Kanye oh Kanye yeah he's like he'll be the supporting husband he'll support you know the obnoxiousness he'll be like you know the husband standing next to her and like um, he's kind of like Karen number two it's like you know but he's like <laughs> I don't know. He's like Karen number two. <laughs> um, I feel like Kylie would be a good Karen. Though. I feel like she fit it so well. <laughs> uh huh. Because she's <laughs> I can't stand Kylie. Um, who else? We could. Oh, sorry. Oh, I can't stand any of the Kardashians. Oh. Yeah, we could put Haley Bieber into it. Yeah. True. True. I could put his Justin's wife into it, you know. Um, what about? Huh. I mean, what about Miley Cyrus? <laughs> yes. How how did how could we forget about her? <laughs> oh my goodness, she. Oh my goodness, she she's something else. I. I don't know. Um, I was thinking um, Jennifer Lawrence, too. We could put her in there. Yeah, she could pull off a, a Karen haircut. Yeah. Yeah, she... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lady Gaga. Oh, my God. Yes. And she just, like, we do a remake, and she wears, like... We do a remake of the Met Gala, and she wears, like, four different outfits. Every time she comes in the store, like, but it's shown throughout the movie, like, she's, she's like, hey, I'm this dramatic again. Um, and, uh, Bradley Cooper is her husband, could be her husband, and, oh my god, because uh, you know how it usually, Karen's, well, their husbands, they're just at the side, kind of embarrassed, like, yeah. That's kind of how Kanye West is with Kim in Public Eye. <laughs> Notice he's always like just the side guy. And that's how um, <laughs> when Kylie was dating Travis uh, Scott or whatever, uh, that that rapper, he was like, um, he's like always to the side. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm just kind of, he was always like not happy. <laughs> he was always not happy. And that's how that's how he was always with her. Like, maybe like, they maybe they have invisible in, implants that like <laughs> go beyond uh, what anyone can see, I guess. Oh. <laughs> There's just like this mental implant in Travis. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> hilarious. I love that. Honestly, um, 
honestly, a lot of people could play Karen's, and it's kind of sad, because, um, I mean, we could do, um, I feel like, okay, forgive me, but who's the guy, um, God, that guy from National Lampoon's, you know, Chevy Chase, okay, if he was a girl, he would pull off a great Karen, just saying. He would. He would. He would. He would. He has the facial expressions for it, for sure. Um, Faye Dunaway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Faye Dunaway. Because she was always mean to... Okay, so I read that. She is really mean to people. She she used to be really mean to... I don't know how she is now, but... She used to be, like, really mean to people on set. Like, she'd show up late to everything. Um, She'd demand... Like, if her hair was out of place, she would be mad. Um, she'd always douse her lips in literally uh, chapstick and <laughs> lip gloss like um, lip gloss yeah lip gloss and on top of like she had she had her lips caked she would have she'd ask to have her face redone for makeup all the time and I'm like that's why, that's why she literally was like she had nothing on her face in the movie Chinatown because she was like she's they, literally so pale. They they just they were just over her. They just they didn't even hire a makeup artist. They just didn't want want her to annoy them. I guess. Yeah, they just used the lightest shade of ivory they could on her face. It was like. <laughs> Here you go. We made her the ghost. Now we can't see her anymore. Okay, goodbye, everyone. Uh, let's cut. Let's wrap this. You know, that's... that's. Oh, my gosh. The cast can stand her either. Because um, they just were like, oh, goodness. Here she comes when she walked in. She is Karen. She is Karen. She's Karen. <laughs> how, how about um that... One woman in the the movie, the Heartbreak Kid, the uh, oh, the one that he he marries first. Yes. Um, goodness, her name started with an L, I think. Um, but she, oh my goodness. Honestly, yes, that's honestly she would cry every time something went didn't go according to plan she's the one to throw like to make a scene because but honestly yeah like i felt bad for her but at this Mm -hmm. like but like she um i could see times she was annoying but sometimes for some reason what i learned at the end of this movie i realized when he was whistling uh her singing voice like that you know that guy you know i was like oh well Guess men like crazy. <laughs> yeah, or or, or like just in, like yeah. What was that other movie? Um, uh, the one with Michael Douglas and uh. Oh my uh, goodness! I forgot what her name is. Uh, oh, that's Glenn Close's character. Yeah, Glenn, Glenn Close. Yeah. Oh. She and she played um, Corolla Deville too. 
so she would be yeah, she's perfect <laughs> she 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 would like she'd be the first to like um she when she snaps she would snap like she would do some crazy stuff and um she's just damaging she's terrible <laughs> she's terrible <laughs> um <laughs> like but you know like at the same time like I was on kind of both of their sides but I wasn't I was more kind of on his side because I was like okay he made he made a mistake that was wrong but she shouldn't have also like stalked him but <clears throat> but also she like she obviously she had a hard time growing up um and just it was kind of hinted at that she had kind of a rough childhood but mm -hmm. and he shouldn't have you know he had a loving wife and daughter but you know so it's kind of back and forth for me a lot because I was like these two are just they kind of have their wins and losses here um I I was on the I was on the wife's side because I mean I don't, if if I if I was ever in a relationship and I got cheated on I I would just drop the person like like I would just cut cut off all ties drop them like a hot potato yeah and I wouldn't I wouldn't take that if I was in a relationship exactly and if you have a whole family you know that you're taken care of you know and you expect you know it's not only just expect, you know, when you love someone and you have a family with them, you want, you're pretty much, you feel settled in. You don't want to feel unsettled when something, you know, you don't want, you think that there's no, there shouldn't be any elements like coming in to destroy that picture of, because this is what family is and this is, and if this isn't enough for for him then he should just leave like mm -hmm. that's simple like if that's not enough then and that's sad because this does happen a lot um this does happen a lot um man and woman when when because it's just crazy how how common cheating really is mm -hmm. um but yeah it's and then there's a lot of people that actually are committed, but yeah, that's that's a good thing though. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely. Alex is a Karen. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's a Karen. Um, um, who else? There could be. Oh, I know someone who could be a Karen. You know the Great Gatsby. Yeah. Daisy Buchanan. Oh yeah, she Karen. She'd be a good one. Karen, all the way, and the new one too, because she had the short hair too. She had the short uh -huh. bob. Yes. <laughs> and if anything was like less than perfect, she feel I feel like she'd be the most dramatic. She didn't even respect Gatsby when he was alive, like that, like, and she didn't like in the one guy that was actually smart about the whole thing no one listened to him anyways um i was like wow this is just karen moves karen moves um 
another yeah. one would be <laughs> uh, Snape in Harry Potter. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> he just... <laughs> Oh my god, can you imagine with the blonde wig? <laughs> just... <laughs> oh my god. I cannot see this. <laughs> Snake. You know how funny that would look with his long nose too? And the short hair? Just the appearance would be completely off. Because his features are so long and he just has his short hair on his head. <laughs> and he puts on, he puts on some... Um... Some sandals and and some toe rings. <laughs> the toe rings. I can't. That's hilarious. I love that. He just looks more and more like the um. Looks more and more like Miss uh, Professor Quarrel from the first movie every day. <laughs> that's in fact that's why Harry came up and see that see when Carrie when Harry. <laughs> when harry came up and saw snape talking to professor quarrel they were actually quarreling because they were in a relationship (laughs) (laughs) they were in a relationship and snape hasn't been the same since then since quarrel disappeared and um that's why he was so upset when Voldemort killed him because it's like a part, a part of Professor Quirrell killed him. <laughs> would that would, would that mean that um that Snape, Professor Quirrell, and Voldemort were a thruple? Yep. <laughs> it was just the evil trio. It was it was like you know. He was like mad. He was he was kind of battling hard with it because you know he couldn't get um he couldn't really get with Harry's mother because well because his jerk dad got with her instead. So he was like, you know, I gotta he he got creative. <laughs> he got creative. He was like, okay, so you ruined Harry's life. So I might as well ruin it with you. And they were like, you know, they slowly just hit it off. and <laughs> They all just slowly hit it off. And then, see, the reason he was crying is because he not only did he lose Lily, he also lost Voldemort. <laughs> he was like, man, I lost both. I was like, I don't win. But you know what? I have Coral. I have Professor Coral. And and for that um for the volume in his hair he puts chicken wings. He puts chicken <laughs> wings. Yep, that's how it works. He was like, that's why you that's why you don't see chicken on the table very often, except for in the first movie, <laughs> in the sixth movie, because he's been taking the chicken and putting the chicken grease into his hair. This <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> That's why his hair is so flat, but it's so thick too. Because the your genius cat, your genius, he he just couldn't help himself. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna need all this chicken grease, um, to last me until Harry leaves school. But if this doesn't last as long, then when he's sixteen. 
when he's like in the middle of his teenager, he's going, he doesn't want to, you know, eat chicken, you know, because, you know, he's more concerned about Jenny. So <laughs> uh-huh. he's like, well, you know what? I'm going to take the chicken grease. But then the reason him and Ron don't interact a lot is because they were always fighting over the chicken because Ron was always eating it. <laughs> he wanted it for uh, um, product purposes. <laughs> So they've been duking it out since the beginning when he was 11. They were like, no, honestly, duking it out with an 11-year-old? What a Karen move. <laughs> and over chicken wings and chicken. Well, hair, hair product, I guess. Over hair product, Voldemort, <laughs> Professor Coral, and Lily. Literally, I, he, he doesn't get more dramatic than that, honestly. And then... <laughs> when he dies and he's like I can't hold on to Voldemort anymore he just killed me he kind of lost my trust so he goes back to Lily (laughs) you have your mother's eyes oh he's going back to Lily okay next it's like thank you next that's what he was thinking in his head (laughs) he's literally he's that's how that's how he works and maybe that's why uh, Voldemort's snake bit him because he smelled like chicken yes he was like the snake was like i want some of this too i want chicken wings and he's <laughs> like but but the snake you know he just he didn't know that he didn't know that it wasn't chicken wings it was just chicken grease you know he's just like i can visualize the chicken wing in my head <laughs> it's like it's like visualizing the mouse but it's a chicken wing instead (laughs) and he's like i am so for it and and he just like he goes after him he's like yep oh oh, this chicken wing and he's like biting him everywhere (laughs) um he's and then you know snape's gone after that he's like yep i just got a taste of all this chicken wing and you know maybe that's why uh Voldemort is bald. He used to have a Karen wig, but then, but then Snape snatched it off of him. <laughs> he snatched it. He was like, "I'm a Karen snatching your. I'm, I'm a Karen snatching your Karen hair." Like that's how it works. Like they were just, you know. That's why Professor Coral didn't have a whole lot of hair either. That's why he wore a turban. Snape's like, Snape's like like thing that he likes to do is like take their hair <laughs> he, he's like let's take let's take their hair out like today like they're gonna be bald but you know what i i prefer that's that's what he likes he likes men who have no hair like that's what he, <laughs> he's, just, he's like just a thing if you want to be my lover it's like you gotta have no hair <laughs> <laughs> And that's yeah, perfect. that's <laughs> that's how it worked. But with Lily, he was like, you know, with women it's different. It's like he likes the red hair because it's so it's not common. Just as mm-hmm. it is like having like like young men with no hair. But yeah, that's beside the point. Lily had red hair, so he was like, I like I like red hair. <laughs> <laughs> but 
after that was done, he was like, yeah, I, no. <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah, just stuff changed and this is my new preference. His and that was, yeah, it's the new, <laughs> it's the new look. He's like, you know, anger's taken over me, so, um, eventually the anger's gotten so bad, you know, he was like, yeah, I'm gonna take it out on the people I love the most, and he takes out their hair. Oh, goodness, poor, poor Snake. It's been through so much. That's why, um, yeah, and, you know, he... Maybe he killed Dumbledore because Dumbledore got in the way? Yeah, like, or he f- found out that Snape was wearing a wig. <laughs> he found out, found out his secrets. He's like, he found out the wig. <laughs> it's like, I have to kill, like, I have to, I have to, like, go abracadabra on you now, or whatever. Avada Kedavra, sorry. <laughs> Just doing a magic trick on a hat. Avada Kedavra. <laughs> he's like and he's like yeah um and he got rid of his hand because he didn't want him to expose him so he couldn't pull off his wig with his good hand or uh maybe that's the real reason Dumbledore's hand got all messed up he he tried to smash the the Karen wig off of so Snape. Snape, Snape put an enchantment on there, or a hex on the wig, so no one could snatch it off of him. <laughs> the the pure gold, pure gold. That was just a whole conversation they had. <laughs> and Harry's just sitting there, and he's sitting there. He's looking into the goblet, you know, and he's looking in there. He's like, oh, um. Like, he's like, I'm not a part of this. <laughs> he's like, but then he becomes a part of it because he's like, you know, I'm gonna, he kind of symbolizes defeating oppression. So he's like, I'm gonna defeat these Karens. Like, <laughs> that's that's how he was at. <laughs> that's, I'm gonna defeat these Karens. <laughs> but funny because Emma Watson's character, Hermione, was on the side with Ron. So were they secretly carrots? Because they didn't really kill Voldemort. They didn't really kill the Karens. Mm. They were just on the side. Maybe it was like a, they were part of the secret society, a, a Karen association. Or... Oh yeah, they were part of the Karen agenda. See, that's the problem. And it's because both... Oh my gosh. That was why they were with Harry. They were like, well, we're going to trick him into thinking we're going to destroy the Karen Association, but we're actually part of it because because (laughs) Um, yeah, they were like, Dumbledore's army, we're going to do this to make Harry happy, but when he turns around and he kills Voldemort, we're going to be on the sidelines watching. Because we're actually part of the Karen Society. But but they were like, you know, they're going to fend for themselves. Because, you know, you know, Harry was so powerful. You know, they were like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to get in the way of this. Like, no, no. And, and that was what happened. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We, we've got to make this into 
A movie. Oh, yes. <laughs> we do. We have to add all the new people, too, and we have to be like, this is the remake, but, you know, remake, it's literally the cursed Karen, and it's literally K-U-R-S-C-D K-A-R-E-N and it's like <laughs> oh, it's like Harry Potter and the Cursed Karen. Oh my goodness. Instead of um, the Cursed Child. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's also like a instead of the Half-Blood Prince, the Half-Blood Karen. <laughs> the Half-Blood Karen. I love it. I'm the Half-Blood Karen. <laughs> but but Snape was just holding back his powers a little bit. He was actually full blood because mm-hmm. <clears throat> he just didn't want anyone to know how powerful he could be until until he uh, unleashed his full care and powers. <laughs> That's why he, when he saw an opportunity with Wormtail to um, when they when. Wormtail and Harry were in an altercation in the third movie. He's like, okay, this is a perfect opportunity to release the full powers of Karen here. He's like, I'm coming up. (laughs) I'm coming in the tree. (laughs) He's like, I'm gonna knock this boy, you know, I'm gonna knock this wand out of his hands. (laughs) Because I don't want Harry to see that I can snatch leaves, but <laughs> it just works. I don't know why this works so well, but it does. He was always a Karen. Oh, beautiful. Oh, oh, beautiful. Um, beautiful Karen. <laughs> see, I, I think we 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 see the good and the bad in Karens. We do. Should we make this a drinking game for this um, episode? For for every time we said Karen, <laughs> just like like for the audience, <laughs> right? Like that would be that's hilarious. I think, yeah, honestly, but yeah, oh, the story of Snape, and it's funny because Harry was raising basically a half blood Karen because um his name itself was um Al- Albus Sever something because it was his middle name I was like oh so your so your son's name you named him you named was- him after Karen he perhaps he uh the son inherited Severus's wig. <laughs> like got the wig. It it needs to be passed down from generation yes. to generation. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> he kinda has the hairy uh, I mean sorry, he kinda has the old Justin Bieber hairstyle in the last movie, honestly. Kind yeah, of. He does. <laughs> <laughs> that works. <laughs> that works. He kinda does have that. You know? He's he's the half blood Karen, or um, <laughs> with this maybe that's why he was afraid of uh, the Sorting Hat. Well, um, because uh, when they put the Sorting Hat on, um, <laughs> the wig just 
just goes on, attaches to his head. <laughs> the wigs are so well attached, it does the hat doesn't even come off with the hair. It's like and the sorting hat can sense it, but it keeps their secrets. <laughs> it keeps their secrets because it doesn't want to get involved in whatever that is. And yeah, that's how it works. That is the sorting hat. Always doing its job. Always always trying to um keep everything level. That is that's the sorting hat. Poor sorting hat. He's also He's been the keeper of so many secrets. He can feel them all. That's how he sorted everyone. And, and, you know, he was like, I can sense Harry being evil and good, but could he be half Karen because he's evil too? Or (laughs) that's what he was thinking. (laughs) He's like, yeah, he could belong to the Slytherin house, but he's kind of Karen. He could be. Or what if, um, what if Lily had an affair with, uh, with uh, Snape, and <gasps> and Harry's actually Snape's kid? Oh my god! <laughs> the DNA results, Maury. <laughs> it's like, and it's like, um, oh my gosh, what was Harry's dad's name? Um, James. God. Oh yeah, James. You are not the father. <laughs> <laughs> It's this whole breakdown backstage. He's like crying. He's like, he's like so. And then and Lily's like, I'm sorry. It was Snape. It was the Snape. And then, and then they have Snape come out, and then uh, he makes eye contact with James, and then in slow motion, a chicken wing just falls out of his hair. <laughs> when, a, when a chicken wing falls out your hair <laughs> and Lily's like I'm sorry James it was the snake and and James thinks it's something else but Lily but Lily knows that it's the actual snake like like Voldemort's snake it went after and it just it just was like chicken wings it was always small and severous and it went after and and it whispered in her ear that you need you need chicken wings tonight. <laughs> and um, and God, I forgot the snake's name. But the genie. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. It's it started with an N, and it was like, yeah, and a genie. You're right. Um. But yeah, that's that's how it happened. And then suddenly, you know, like you said, you know, Snape's like walking down. He's like the chicken wing falling out of his hair every step because the grease has formed enough to form a chicken wing. <laughs> it's just stayed there. He doesn't wash his hair for like days on end enough to create a chicken wing every time. Every time he adds that chicken grease. <laughs> and <laughs> Um, so he's just walking through. He's like, Yeah, um, it's like, Yeah, I'm the dad. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Chicken wings are falling out of his hair. The angrier he gets, the more chicken wings fall out of his hair. 
And then he whips out a bottle of chicken broth. And he just aggressively drinks it. Just chugs it. Yeah, he, ch- <laughs> he chugs it and then he gets to the end he puts the rest of it in his hair and suddenly he has these people come in with an amp and everything and boombox and or something and plays uh willow smith's whip my hair and he starts whipping his hair with the chicken <laughs> and he starts whipping his hair and just the chicken grease is going everywhere it's it's on the audience and then chicken wings are coming off them and it's like because now they're angry because now we have chicken grease all over ourselves and <laughs> and it just it becomes a catastrophe everyone's angry um literally james is crying um <laughs> james is crying and Lily is just like in pure shock and she doesn't know what to say. She's like, see, I told you this was why. <laughs> I was like, it's like, see, here's the proof right here. This is why I cheated. <laughs> this is perfect. I know. <laughs> it's it, it really is. It's just and <laughs> Gamora is just sitting there and he's like not even shocked. He's like I've seen worse. <laughs> he's like finally you know some good chicken wings you know. He's like uh-huh. yeah. That was and that's <laughs> that's been the story of Snape. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I, I really hope you guys enjoyed this segment of um the chicken wings podcast today and if there's one thing to take from this um, um don't go snatching wigs yeah or... don't don't be a karen and if you're gonna be a karen um join with um some elite company that you know that knows that your obnoxiousness can kind of go against the bad and kind of drive it away um you know you put your obnoxiousness to good use Karen that's what I can say and um yeah uh, yeah and uh also don't cheat on someone if they have chicken grease in their hair just because they have it because it's gonna come with you and um and your secret's gonna be exposed. <laughs> yeah. Beneath every wig is secrets. And yes. they eventually come out. Yep. Secrets speak volumes. Chicken wings speak volumes, but so do so, so do, do. <laughs> so do secrets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're right. Exactly, right. And um yeah and yeah just be cautious um and stay safe and uh yeah Yeah. just beware of beware of obnoxiousness and if it's around you um just know they're trying to um they're just um trying to find a new purpose to serve them so yeah yeah, they, they haven't found themselves yet. Yep. 
They're just trying to find themselves in in this world <laughs> that's going crazy. <laughs> all right. So I hope you all have a good night. Um, and we will see you on the next Chicken Wings podcast. Yeah. Uh, squawk. Squawk. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Have a good night, everyone. Yeah, good night.